At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VSIN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out here with Wes Reynolds on the first Saturday of June. But there's no gloom here in the studio, Wes. Let's go, buddy. No, not at all. And no gloom in Roland Garros for Igas Viatek, yeah. who uh, won in straight sets over Coco Golf. So number one player in the world, played true to her seed, played true to her odds. She was the favorite to take it home at the French Open, did so in straight over Coco Golf. That brings us to tomorrow. The men's final we'll get to a little bit later. Rafa Nadal, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Right. Uh, 13-0, and 0, by the way, if you need it for a French Open final. So, Casper Ruud going to try to put that one in the L column for Nadal tomorrow. Good luck with that. Nadal on clay. He is the king of clay yes. over there at Roland Garros. They might have to rename that stadium after him But when all things are done there for the French Open. Coming up on the show, but we're going to be hanging out with you guys for the next three hours. Tweet at us at VEASAN Live on Twitter. At Wes Reynolds 1 is where you can find Wes. At Femi Bebefe is where you can find me. We're going to discuss where's the value on the NBA Finals board. Side total props. MVP. We'll talk about it. The conference finals are underway in the NHL. Home ice prevailed in both series. Will that continue this weekend? We examine that also. A full breakdown of the MLB slate starting in 30 minutes. The second hour, we look at the AFC in the NFL. There's two are good enough for the Dolphins to take the next step. Super Bowl or bust for the Jets? What do we do with the Browns with the potential Watson suspension looming? And will Lamar and the Ravens bounce back in 2022? But the football West doesn't stop there. It's Saturday, so let's talk a little college football at 1045. South Point has their game of the year lines. I haven't even peeked at them, so I'm going to be looking at these live on the air with you guys. So I cannot wait to see what those look like. Absolutely fired up. But first, Wes, let's begin in the association. Now we've had a couple days now to, not I guess a day and a half, to really digest what happened in game one with the Boston Celtics beating the Golden State Warriors to take home court advantage. Now with the series 1-0 in favor of the Celtics, was there anything that you saw in game one that changes how you think about the series going forward, especially for game number two. Yeah, absolutely, Femi. And and look, I never want to overreact to one game, and I don't want to make that mistake here. But nevertheless, you have to recognize that there are some concerns for the Golden State Warriors. And it wasn't just, I don't think, that the Celtics just hit every shot in the fourth quarter. Yeah, mm. that that absolutely helps. But if you look from a matchup standpoint, especially for the Warriors, 
they have lineups out there most of the game where they have at least one guy that's not a shooter and sometimes two guys that aren't shooters. When you got Draymond out there, who you obviously need because he's the linchpin of your team defense, but you put him out there at the same time with Iggy or you put him out there at the same time with Kevin Looney, then that's two guys that the Celtics don't have to worry about necessarily shooting. They obviously got to keep Looney off the offensive glass, which Dallas wasn't able to do and, and Memphis wasn't able to do. But the matchup that is the real concern for the Warriors, I think, is Jordan Poole when he's out there defensively. You have to keep him out there for offense because the Warriors essentially have two guys that can run the pick and roll, Steph and Jordan Poole. And that's the best offense, I think, to play against the Celtics, especially when they go small and they're switching everything. And then the Warriors, maybe Steph and those guys can go matchup hunting for the best possible matchup. But you also have to have Jordan Poole play defense. And it did not go well yes. for Jordan Poole <laughs> playing defense in game one. If you watch that game back, I know NBA TV, actually, we have it on in studio right now, and they're re-airing it. And you're just seeing him getting blown by by Jalen Brown. It didn't matter. Marcus Smart, it didn't matter who it was. There was one time I think Brown blew by him just right in the middle of the lane. And you could see Steph kind of off the ball going, yeah. That was the slow motion video. Yeah, like, 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 what the hell was that, kid? <laughs> I mean, I'm not the best defender, but I put up a little bit more of a fight than that. So, yeah, there, there are some concerns. And I think kind of what you see the Celtics, everybody's kind of figured out how the Warriors play. And now they're kind of trying to out-Warriors the Warriors. Spreading the floor, mm -hmm. four out, one in, shoot a bunch of threes, which the Celtics did. I think, what, they take 41 attempts. They made 21 of them in game one. So, you know... I think the rifle adjustment in the series odds have been made because I know I was on Lombardi line yesterday and Michael goes, do you think this is an over adjustment? I'm like, no, I think that this is the absolute right adjustment. That doesn't mean the warriors don't have a chance or we should say, you know, the series is over, but they've got to make some changes and they got to make them in a hurry because I thought that Boston really in the second half started to adjust Steph. What did he have? 34 points, but he had 21 of them in the first quarter. Yeah. So it's going to be something where Steve Kerr is going to have to say, okay, is Steph going to have to go 40 minutes because it is tough to keep him off the floor and just have Jordan Poole as your main guard because he just gets exploited so badly defensively. Yeah, those news series odds courtesy of BetMGM right now. Celtics minus 165 to win the NBA Finals. The Warriors plus 140 here. I'm not sure if now is the time to buy in on the Celtics because to me, this is almost a very pivotal point from a betting standpoint. It's not pivotal. Well, it is pivotal if the Boston Celtics win the game mm -hmm. there from a, just a game standpoint of this thing. But I think game two is really going to tell a story with the odds because if the Celtics win game two, I mean, you're probably looking at minus 350, minus 400, somewhere around that range. So if you really like the Celtics and think that the Celtics can win the series going away, now that remains to be seen because we've seen this Boston team almost play with their food throughout yeah. the postseason. They did yeah. it with Milwaukee when the Bucks were down Middleton. They did it with Miami. The Heat played a lot of that series without Tyler Hero. I don't think a lot of people had that going seven games the way that that started out there with that series and what we think about those two teams there. I don't know if Boston is going to continue to just mow over this team like that fourth quarter that we saw that was so historic here. With game two being such a bounce back spot for Golden State, would you be interested in the Warriors at plus 140, given all the concerns that you have after what you saw in game one? Not yet. I, and, and I think if you are going to attack the Celtics series price, the best way to do it right now would be series correct score instead mm -hmm. of just laying the VIG where you're going to go, okay, we know that they've got two games coming back. And if they're, you think they're going to be up 2-0, if they just split, they're going to be 3-1. So that's why I think you're looking Celtics 4-2, Celtics 4-3. That would be the way I would attack it on a series price standpoint but look I don't think the Warriors are going to go down without a fight I think that yeah. they're going to make their presence known at some point they're still the Golden State Warriors and they can still you know they can't do what they did in 2015 and 2016 Femi and Kevin Durant certainly had a lot to do with that they don't hit you with those like 24 to 4 runs no. like they used to or seemingly it's a lot more infrequent than it was back then so this is a team that's got to grind a little bit and this is a team that I think like I was saying before, 
they just don't have a high volume of shooters. We we assume that they always have, mm-hmm. but you still have Curry, you still have Clay, you still have Wiggins, you still have Poole. Otto Porter shot the ball very well in game one, but you've got a lot of guys that aren't out there necessarily for their offensive prowess. They're out there for defense. They're out there for rebounding. So you can't always count on Draymond Green or Looney or even Iguodala who just got back from injury. You can't necessarily count on them to make shots. So it has got to be your big guns. It has got to be Curry. It has got to be Clay. And I think that you need to use Andrew Wiggins more. You got to rely yeah. on him more than just say, okay, hang out in the corner when they switch. You're going to get a mismatch and you could drive baseline. Yeah, you can do that. But he's got to be, I think, a more focal point of the offense instead of just being like a third option. It's like, okay, they double Steph in the pick and roll and, and you know, have Wiggins out in the corner, just stand out there for threes. They've got to make him a little bit more active offensively and I think get him involved. I think he's the ultimate key to the Warriors even staying in this series. I think another way to almost play Boston to win this series as well. You mentioned the exact score there from the series right now. Celtics to win in six is the favorite at three to one there. You can get Celtics in five at five to one. If you think you're really bullish on this Boston team to take care of business when they go back home to Boston, but they've tended to struggle a little bit at home, surprisingly enough throughout these playoffs. But when I look at the MVP market here, finals MVP, the favorite right now is Jason Tatum. And Jason Tatum, despite the Celtics being minus 165 to win the series, Tatum is at plus 140 to win finals MVP. Now, Tatum didn't have a great game in game one. He was 3 of 17 from the field here. But there's still a lot more series left to go here. Mm -hmm. I almost think that the overreaction in the market wasn't with the series price. Instead, it was with the NBA finals MVP price because Al Horford, after the all-time performance for him in the NBA Finals now down to 16-1, to where Tatum's at plus 140 when the Celtics are minus 165. Here's a newsflash for you guys. If the Celtics win this series, they're going to need Jason Tatum to still play well. They can't rely on what happened in game one with the non-Tatum and Brown guys going 30 from 45 Mm -hmm. in the field. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's maybe a case of quote-unquote water finding its level because Jason Tatum, it was kind of an anomaly there in game one, didn't score a point in the fourth quarter and Mm -hmm. still was plus in the plus minus so that tells you okay he's still engaged defensively yeah. and you know helping his team make plays but he had 12 and 13 which aren't bad numbers but didn't really shoot the ball very well what was he three of 17 yep. so you got to think okay he's going to be better than that because we've seen the Jason Tatum that is really a budding superstar it is a legitimate I think top 10 player in the entire NBA you know throw up uh, high 40 point games 50 burgers and whatnot so Jason Tatum is going to have to be a guy whether it's shooting the ball or getting to the foul line exploiting those mismatches when when the Warriors try to switch you know because they don't always switch everything sometimes you know they stay true to their man and like like they didn't really do that against Dallas and that's why Luca and company couldn't exploit it because Luca could just go matchup hunting when you switch all the time but Golden State doesn't always do that so when I, when, I, when I look at this, I think Tatum's still at plus money. I still think that that's a reasonable take. If you want to go lower down the board, Jalen Brown's numbers have been cut. He was kind mm-hmm. of, I think, the value guy. I know there were a lot of, a lot of Jalen Brown love and a lot of Marcus Smart love. Yeah. Really going into the series from some sharp guys I respect that bet this market. Because Marcus Smart, really, Al Horford's the adult in the room, but Marcus Smart's the linchpin of the defense. Marcus Smart is a spark. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that, you know, gets them going. He's the guy that takes the charge he's the guy that gets in the other guy's head he's like the Celtics Patrick Beverly you know everybody's <laughs> got to have a nuisance on their team and Marcus Smart is certainly that for Boston so that's why I think you know there still might be a little bit of value there at 16 to 1 but it clearly I think Tatum's the guy to beat for the award yeah that's that's to me it's like plus 140 Jason Tatum he won the Eastern Conference Finals MVP going away and he didn't really stand out in that series so as long as he plays up to par the rest mm-hmm. of the series and the Celtics win it's gonna be Jason Tatum because it is a voted on award with the popularity contest meaning best player on the best team on the other side let's go to the ice to find who's the best team in the conference finals of the nhl at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here, and for only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including. Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Summer underway here in Las Vegas. Boy, it's hot out there now, Wes. It's hot in the studio, to be <laughs> honest with you this morning. Too. Uh, wink, wink. Turn the temperature down, guys. Please. Yes, thank uh, you. <laughs> uh, hopefully engineering has uh, Vison up yeah. in, in the uh, plant there. <laughs> but to cool down, let's go to the ice, Wes, and talk a little Stanley Cup playoffs here. Last night, we saw the Eastern Conference Finals. The New York Rangers take a 2-0 series lead against the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2 was the final score there. Tampa Bay started off faster. I turned the TV on. I was like, oh, damn, they're already up one nothing here in like three minutes. But after that, it was all Rangers. And they go ahead and take the commanding lead, holding serve at home. But my question to you is that does this result now bring us a nice buy low spot on the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Lightning? Not necessarily for me here, because I don't know what's left here for the Lightning. I, I, I don't think that a team that is a two-time defending Stanley Cup champion is going to get swept. I think mm-hmm. they're just too, they're going to win, I think, one just on pride. And look, this is still a very talented team, but it, it's not an ancient roster. But there are some guys showing their age a little bit. There are some guys in their mid to late 30s on this roster. And when you play... You know, you not only play an 82-game season, but when you play these playoff series and you're playing 20, 25 playoff games and back-to-back seasons, and even before that, even when you don't run it all the way to the cup, you're getting to the second round, the conference semifinals or the conference finals. You get a lot of miles on those engines, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, Lou Finnecaro has been on our air on Visa and up and down the lineup all week saying, you know what? Sometimes the legs get a little bit old and sometimes, you know, you, you just kind of run into it. Maybe that's what the Tampa Bay lightning is running into right now. This Rangers team, I think, you know, these young kids with the young legs. I don't know if you saw that video make the, its way around the Twitter machine after game one, but they had what is called the kids line for the Rangers <laughs> and they kept keeping the puck in the zone. And you see these guys and you see the little graphics and the Chirons at the top of the television screen, you know, looking at the ice time, Sorelli and Stamkos, you know, being out there two minutes for a shift and all these guys. And it's like, they just couldn't get it out of the zone. Tampa Bay could never clear and could never get a change and could never get a shift. 
shift and the Rangers just kept like punishing them. And I just think the Rangers, the, you know, the young legs, cause this is a team by the way, that only had one day off mm-hmm. from winning game seven down in Raleigh against the Carolina hurricanes and Tampa Bay. Meanwhile, they had eight days off. So it's like, Oh gosh, a veteran team. Well rested, yeah, you know, the rested. old logical narratives, right? Well, rust has absolutely triumphed over rest in this series. And now to love for the Rangers uh, going down to the Amelie arena in Tampa. I think Tampa's at least going to get one. Maybe they even get two, but there, there, there just doesn't seem to be a lot in the bolts right now. And then they're just, they're getting outplayed. They're getting outshot. I think they're getting outpaced and, the Rangers have been plenty physical and have met their physicality. I think you saw Tampa last night kind of had the game in terms of the pace of what they wanted, because that's why I liked the under last night, which uh, hung on barely, a little. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Cause that could have lost about five or six different times in the final two minutes. But nevertheless, when you look Tampa Bay, I think, they want a more low scoring game. They mm-hmm. want more defense and goaltending. You have Andre Vasilevsky there for God's sakes, who I think going into last night was 18 and zero off a playoff loss that is now 18 and one. So uh, that, that streak got broken. Uh, it would remind me of the, the Susan Lucci streak at the daytime <laughs> Emmys uh, all the way back in the late 1990s. That was the longest streak. I think since this uh, lightning. Susan. Yeah. From uh, all my children when uh, Shamar Moore uh, presented her the award that night, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, you just saw that the Lightning, they want to play defensive hockey, and they, they, they're they willing to pay the price, and they block the shots. And, of course, you've got Vasilevsky, who I think has been the best goaltender in the playoffs, although Igar is saying, hey, look at me over yeah. here in New York. But that's what they want to play. The Lightning, I don't think, are in a position like they've been the last few seasons where they can outskate the other team. Now they're, you know, they're not going to outskate the Rangers here. They're going to have to win this with physicality, defense, and good goaltending. Do you think that we could possibly be 2-2 after four games? Because New York, to me, feels like they take it up a notch when they're playing at MSG, and they've had a little bit of struggles on the road. Now, they played Carolina last series, which Carolina's always really good at home until that game seven that we saw New York being able to win that one. But I almost feel like it would not surprise me if we are 2-2 after four, and with the series price being what it is right now with New York minus 250, Tampa plus 200. Remember, Tampa was minus 185 Mm -hmm. before the series started. Is this a time almost just from a numbers perspective to grab Tampa now, almost anticipating that we could be even after four games? You know, probably. I think that you could certainly make a case for that. I I don't know if I'm necessarily going to do it, though, Mm -hmm. because just the way that this happened, it wasn't like this was like two nip and tuck games where just the puck luck went against Tampa Bay. And you see that fairly often in the playoffs where it's like, you know, this is pretty even. This could have easily gone the other way. Tampa Bay, I think, was pretty clearly outplayed for two games. Uh, You know, this wasn't, you know, just randomness and, okay, a bad play on the puck or a bad deflection on a lucky goal for the other team. Tampa Bay was outplayed. And, look, you're seeing, I think, some of the openers for tomorrow, I think I saw as high as 180 in the market. Mm -hmm. You're now seeing, like, down to 170 for Tampa Bay. So the Rangers are getting a little bit of support, at least from the early going. And I think it's probably going to stay in that range. So, I I mean, to your logic says, yes, that this could be a good spot to jump in on the lightning for the series, but I'm not going to make that jump. Yeah. It's the Rangers. They might be that team out there in the Eastern conference. I'm sure the NHL would love for the Rangers to advance to to the Stanley Cup playoffs. I had in the series in the first round against the Penguins, and I felt I had the dead wrong side and catch Mm -hmm. the ticket. And sometimes that's what you're going to get in this game. You're going to have the right side and you're going to have a loser and you're going to have a dead wrong side and get the winner. But when you have that, you don't give the money back because look, I thought the Rangers got outplayed by the Penguins. Sidney Crosby gets in concussion protocol, Mm -hmm. misses game six, and the Rangers were down 3-1, ended up winning it in seven, where I thought Pittsburgh was the better team. Pittsburgh was down to, like, their third goalie. And you know what? You get into some of these series, whether it's NHL or NBA, sometimes you need a little bit of fortune. Maybe it's the other side's misfortune. But sometimes you need a little bit of a break, and that's enough to keep it going. And that's what the Rangers certainly have right now. I mean, in the NBA, it's the Boston Celtics. I mean, they played the Bucks without Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. You know, Middleton gets the knee injury in the first round series. They don't have to face yeah, him there. But they can it's... only put so many asterisks on those. So yes. you really got to remember because whenever you look in the almanac or on the Wikipedia, there's always a story. It's going to say world champions. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to say, well, they wouldn't have been if they didn't if they would have played Chris Middleton. You know, so it's just going to say world champions, and that's all that matters. The ring still has the same shine. To 
to it. Exactly. <laughs> it has the same shine. Uh, let's take a look at tonight's action, though. The Colorado Avalanche taking on the Edmonton Oilers in the Western Conference Finals. Colorado has a 2-0 series lead. It's do or die for Edmonton in this game tonight. And right now, the price on the game, the money line, Colorado is the favorite at minus 135 at BetMGM. Edmonton's plus 110. The total, of course, up to seven. I joked to James Salinas last Sunday. I was like, wow, this Colorado-Edmonton series, I feel like we're going to see a seven at some point for the total in this series. And all it took was to tell game two. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing another one here in yeah, game three. Yeah, and then you saw seven juice to the over at 140. <laughs> yeah. The fact from game one to game two, and I know when you get 14 goals, Betters are going to bet what they see last, plus the fact that Darcy Kemper was out and mm-hmm. it was Pavel Francouz going for the Avs in game two. Avs really stepped up defensively, and I thought Francouz was actually very good. So I thought that was an overreaction. I'm like, if we had a 75-cent move in, like, the NFL or the NBA, that means a starter is out. Or in the NFL, yeah. that's going to mean a quarterback, at least a middle-of-the-road starting quarterback, to move a line 75 cents, which is what it did on the total. And then, of course, it went under four to nothing in game two. I'm probably what I'm going to end up doing is splitting first period and full game on the Edmonton Oilers here. The Oilers have not been bad in this playoff when they've had their backs against the wall. Now I think it's too tall of a task to beat Colorado four or five and win the series. The Oilers, I don't are not winning this series, but I think that they're going to get game three tonight. Edmonton is deep and powerful and can score. Now they're not a set. The difference between these two teams is Colorado is much better defensively and much more solid in the net. And we'll see if Darcy Kemper is going to go tonight. If he's going to be first on the ice, uh, you know, Mike Smith uh, experience ripe age of 40 in goal for Edmonton, but He's been hit or miss in these playoffs. I think sometimes he's been very good and sometimes he's been very poor, but I think Edmonton going in front of their home fans, they're going to be energized. They know that this is it. They're four, one and one, you know, home in the, in the postseason. Colorado's going to win the series, but I think at least for game three, it, they're going to be playing La Bamba in Edmonton <laughs> tonight because Edmonton is going to get on the board in this series. Edmonton is plus 110. Giving to what we know about all the teams bouncing back after being down 0-2, that game three bump of the desperation feeling. With all that being said, they're still plus 110 the series. Goes to show you how good Colorado is and how much respect the market has for Colorado. I want to ask you, though, about the series price on the other side because it is a juicy, juicy number for the Oilers. We'll discuss that and a little baseball. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. And now it is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vsin is here to make you a smarter, better year round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe, Wes Reynolds, hanging out here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. And, Wes, we left off talking about this NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Both series, the home team held serve in games one and two, the Avalanche leading 2-0 and the Rangers leading 2-0 in the Eastern Conference. The Oilers right now are 6-1 to to win the series. Now, like you mentioned, they'd have to win four out of five. Mm-hmm. But there's the old saying, Wes, that the series doesn't start until the road team wins. Knowing what we know that the the favored teams won those games, uh, at least the Rangers, that wasn't really the case there. The Rangers right. were the dog entering that series. But which of these teams that's down 0-2, whether it be the Oilers or the Lightning, do you have the most faith in to come back and possibly win the series? I would have more faith in Tampa just simply because of the experience, just simply mm. because two Stanley Cup wins in a row. You still have a very talented roster. You still have Steven Stamkos. You still have Nikita Kucherov. You still have arguably the best goaltender of the four remaining with Andre Vasilevsky. You still have Ryan McDonough. You still have Victor Hedman. You still have Killorn, uh, Corey Perry, even though showing his age a little bit at 37. Uh, I don't know when Tampa's going to get Braden Point back. I think that is somebody that they clearly miss on that first line at the center position. And you're starting to see his absence, I think, bear fruit a little bit more in this series, certainly than it did against the Florida Panthers in the second round where I just thought Tampa Bay had the better of the matchup and that turned out to be true. But I would say them before I would say Edmonton, just because Edmonton as talented as they are and having the best player in all of hockey with Connor McDavid, Mm -hmm. 
you still are in taller cotton. You still are in higher water here because you just don't have those playoff miles on. You don't have that playoff experience. And you have a Colorado Avalanche team that I think is kind of a mission team because this team had conference semifinalitis basically like the last three or four years where they could never get to the conference finals. Now they're finally here. It's like, okay, fellas, we're not, we've got the scar tissue. We've got the pain. We're not going to let this opportunity go to waste. We need to take care of business with these guys as soon as we can. So, I think the more likely comeback of the two would be the lightning over the Oilers. I was talking with Stephen Bond, our producer, during the break there. Vasilevsky right now to win the Smythe is 15-1. to 1. If you're a little bullish on Tampa, do you sprinkle a little something on Vasilevsky, Smythe? I think that that probably would be a prudent play to, to do because, look, uh, if they're going to get back in this, you got to think it's going to be on him because we know that – Tampa Bay shorthanded, obviously, without Braden Point, running the point, essentially, <laughs> for Tampa Bay's first line. So he would be the guy I would look to, and I think he's got the the best odds of anybody from Tampa Bay. I'm just kind of going down the odds. I saw 15-1. to I know Kucherov, who got the power play goal, got the first yep. goal last night for Tampa Bay is 20 to one, but then you've got to really dip down. You get down to 35 to one with Victor Hedman. You get down to 50 to one with Stamkos, uh, hundred to one with Brayden point. Now Brayden point hadn't even played in this series yet, but he's still up there on the board, but looking at the cons, Smythe, I mean, it's pretty much all avalanche because they're the biggest favorite yeah. and they're the odds on favorite right now to win the Stanley cup of the final four. So that's why you get McKinnon at two to one and Kale McCarr at three to one and, and, and those guys, but you know, old Igor there at five to one. I think if the Rangers, even though Zabinajad has a price at nine to one, if the Rangers win the cup, it is going to be Igor yeah. that I think is is going to get the credit. With Colorado, you got a little bit to choose from. You can go with McKinnon, you can go with McCarr, you can maybe go with Nazim Kadri. Mm -hmm. So you've got a lot of options there, and that speaks to Colorado's depth. Yeah, I don't even follow hockey religiously. Like I don't watch it, and like. Like every single day I watched, I'll dip in for the playoffs and stuff. And even I know that Shesterkin is the guy that's getting the narrative with the Rangers, and rightfully so. He's been amazing in the net. I there. know. It's like there are people <laughs> calling him King Igor. I was like, well, whatever yeah. happened to the original King? They, they, want, they, they want to toss Lundqvist to the side and just, you I know, mean, build a statue goodness, for Shesterkin. He was one of the princes of New York City, and now all of a sudden he's yesterday's news, but that's how it works in New York. What have you done for me lately? We've done the Janet Jackson bit here before, so we don't need to rehash Who's that. right? Who's wrong? <laughs> Um, the one that jumps out because the Oilers are plus 600 and Connor McDavid. I mean, this guy has a chance to be like a generational superstar could be a little interesting at six to one. I know that the odds are stacked against them going up against this juggernaut of Colorado, but six to one with a guy who is clearly the best player in the sport mm -hmm. there. I don't want to count him out just yet. Um, let's turn our attention to baseball, though, Wes, because we got a card that's, I mean, games are about to get underway here in about 30 minutes, starting in the Bronx in New York, where they're focused on their Rangers, but also focused on their first place, New York Yankees. The Yankees taking on the Detroit Tigers. Yankees minus 350 on the money line here. The Tigers plus 260 with a total of eight and a half. That's juiced to the over at minus 120. Yeah, the Tigers did get one last night, that being one hit, uh, because uh, Garrett Cole, I believe, took that perfecto into the seven. And I was on with Matt Brown for primetime action last night and uh, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. And we were looking at us like, if we mention it, are we going to get blamed for the jinx? Because it's like, we've got to inform the viewers and the listeners mm -hmm. of what is going on. But it's always one of those superstitious things. And uh, being a sports better, you're going to have some superstition. So it's like, should we really even mention this? And of course, uh, Jonathan scope gets the base hit. So Garrett Cole's perfecto. Cause I think the other night, the Yankees uh, took a perfect or perfect game. I, I forget who it was. Oh, it's Jamison Tyone mm -hmm. just a couple nights before against the angels. And yeah, look, New York, New York is playing some terrific baseball because I think all the buzz were like, okay, this is the year for the blue Jays in the East, because I was saying all last year, Blue Jays are a next year team. They're yep. a 2022 team, not a 2021 team. And certainly, you know, they played some decent baseball, 30 and 21. That's very respectable. And then you have the Rays who nobody ever overlooks anymore because every year it's like, don't overlook the Rays. Well, whenever <laughs> year we mentioned, don't overlook the Rays. That means they're there to stay 31 and 21, but it is the New York Yankees 37 and 15 Aaron judge. That was my MVP bet for the AL to start the season Ooh. 20 to one. And you're looking good. Yeah. He's right <laughs> up there with Otani and trout. And I think Aaron judge absolutely uh, 
you know, I think he should be the favorite anyway. But you look at what the Yankees have done basically in the last month. They've just been killing right-handed pitching. And mm-hmm. they get another right-hander today in Brisky. Uh, you know, he limits hard contact, but in terms of the exit velocity, he's pretty much at the bottom. And the Yankees, by the way, are pretty shorthanded in the lineup right now. No Josh Donaldson, no Geo Stanton, you know, but they have, uh, you know, five other hitters that are really, you know, in terms of that Waba, the weighted on base average. So you got Judge and you got LeMayhew and, and, and all these guys that are really stepping up. Uh, uh, Severino has been really good uh, 270 XERA this year. So he's been pitching. Well, all those guys have been pitching. Well, Cole's been very good. Uh, Cortez has really been the revelation I think so far, but I'm not going to lay, I'm not going to lay it here. I'm not going to lay $3. I don't make that a habit in betting major league baseball, but the total has taken some money. It's up to nine. Some places. I wish I would have got the eight in the overnight because that'd be the way I'd go here. It's starting to be almost the thing where these, totals are bouncing back to the over after what we saw in the yeah. first quarter of the season. Now that the weather is getting better in some of these places, some of these ballparks here, especially in the Northeast, it's maybe the ball will fly out there a little bit easier than earlier in the season. Speaking of Aaron judge though, I mean, talk about betting on yourself after he rejected the Yankees offer before the season started. And now he's playing like the American league MVP. He might be the highest paid player in baseball uh, by this time next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, that's when you want to do it is in a free agent year, and that's what Aaron Judge certainly is doing. And and I think the fact that he's healthy. Look, he was actually healthy for most of last year, didn't miss hardly any games for the mm-hmm. first time in his career. And that's always kind of been the bugaboo for Aaron Judge. It's just, you know, you assume he's going to miss like 30 games at some point during the season, but he hasn't, and he's been healthy. And with these guys on the shelf like Donaldson and Stanton, he's really had to carry this lineup, and he has done so with relative ease. Uh, still at eight and a half if you can find the eight and a half on the total I still think the over is worth the play so obviously shop around you got to pay a little extra big you're probably going to have to pay minus a dollar 20 minus a dollar 25 I'd rather do that than lay over nine so if you can find an eight and a half I still think the over is worth the play at the stadium in the National League in the Central Division let's talk a little St. Louis Cardinals Chicago Cubs real quick while you have a little bit of time here this rivalry being renewed at Wrigley Field and right now it is an even way, minus 110 both sides here on the money line at BetMGM. The total sitting at nine with the juice toward the under at minus 115. Your thoughts, Wes? Yeah, it is uh, going to be a doubleheader. I think it's uh, Oviedo and uh, Swarmer here in game number one. Cardinals absolutely put the boots of the Cubs yesterday at the 14-5 to final. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt extending that hitting streak. I think it's Goldie. a 20. It's a, it's a 27 now, right? Or it's yeah, somewhere, it's, it's somewhere. I've lost track. It's almost, yeah, it's almost <laughs> like we, should, we can't really keep track considering that the record is 57 yeah. with Joe D and nobody's even sniffing that record uh, uh, nowadays. Uh, Cubs have actually been better on the road than they've been on the north side. They're only 10 and 18 at home this year. And then you look, you just look at the St. Louis Cardinals like on paper, it's like, okay, they're still all right. And I know the Brewers still lead the division, but the Cardinals are such a model of consistency and, uh, you know, veteran team. Oh, these guys are too old, but they're still finding a way. Small lean to the Cardinals here in game one, but no play for me. Goldie is at 25 consecutive games with a hit. Trey Turner, though, 26. That's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Now, with, no, with uh, hitting streaks, we can't talk about it until yeah. they get to, like, the mid-30s. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk. We don't want to jinx nobody. We'll talk about some football on the other side, though. Tua, can he be the guy for the Dolphins? We discuss it next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Enjoy tennis like never before with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on the tennis tournament in Paris. And if any player records an ace in their match, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets. If any player records an ace in their tennis match in Paris, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager new customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Mississippi Nevada or New York welcome back this is betting across America presented by bet MGM Femi Abebefe hanging out with Wes Reynolds here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino we were talking about that Tigers Yankees game yeah. you wanted to clear something up here yeah one of the, the folks reasons got those bets uh, I mentioned that the over was getting bet a little bit and I had mentioned Geo Stanton and Josh Donaldson were out of the lineup and they have been for a while mm-hmm. back in the lineup today so there's a very good reason why you're seeing this get bet to the over we're now starting to see nine pretty much flat almost across the board it's still some eight and a half minus a dollar 20 out there. But look, Yankees have been hitting and Yankees have been scoring even without these guys, largely because judge, as we were talking about in the segment before has really been carrying the load for this lineup. But now you look at the lineup, judge Donaldson, Rizzo, Stanton, and, and Rizzo has been hitting home runs and not necessarily for average Torres, Gallo, IKF, Connor Falefa, Higashoka, and then Aaron Hicks. So Lineup almost pretty much at full strength today. And the Tigers, obviously, with the pitcher at five and a quarter ERA. That's why you're seeing this big price here. I'm not going to lay the three plus dollars, but I still think over eight and a half is worth it. Yeah, minus 340, minus 350 in that range there for the New York Yankees to win this game against the Detroit Tigers, the first place. New York Yankees. Let's talk a little football here. 945. Discuss a little NFL action. And the AFC is the conference that keeps on being interesting throughout this offseason. And one of the most interesting teams, I think, is the Miami Dolphins. After all the acquisitions they made this regular season, or rather this offseason, I should say, getting Tyreek Hill, signing Teron Armstead, those are two of the best players at their positions in the in the sport here. Mm-hmm. But all the attention is on their quarterback, Tua Tungo-Vailoa, entering his third year in the NFL. And before we get into the deep portions of this discussion, what do you think of Tua? What side of the argument are you on? Are you a, a, a non-believer or are you part of uh, the aptly named Tua Non group that uh, people talk about on social media? Uh, I'm not in the Tua Anons <laughs> for sure or any other Anons for that matter. But <laughs> Way to clear that up. <laughs> yeah, j- just to throw that out there. But uh, nevertheless, uh 
I, I don't want to say that I'm a never believer in Tua, but I'm probably <laughs> in the no camp right now because I still think he's got a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he might have a better chance with this new head coach and Mike McDaniel, who comes over, was the 49ers offensive coordinator, run game coordinator before that. So I think that that tells you, and if you look at what the Dolphins did in the offseason, in terms of in their backfield, they brought in Chase Edmonds on a two-year deal, who is the backup to Connor in Arizona, where Edmonds maybe has a chance to be more of a feature back here. You bring in Sony Michelle. You have Raheem Mostert, who obviously uh, the uh, off the new coach now down there in Miami has a history with McDaniel. So mm-hmm. you got to think he's going to get at least an opportunity. And then you have Gaskin, who was their starting guy. And then I look at the depth chart, and he's like the third or fourth guy on the depth chart. So Miami, I do think, is going to want to run the football this year. And you brought in, you mentioned Taron Armstead to anchor that left side of the offensive line. I do think Miami does want to try to run the football and, you know, kind of ease to along a little bit. I mean, not, not baby, baby him necessarily, but give him a little bit of a running game to open up that play action down the field. And that's what I think Miami's offensive identity is going to be clearly what they brought in for Tua. You know, they drafted Jalen Waddle last year. They brought mm-hmm. in the cheetah Tyree kill Cedric Wilson. Also part of that Lynn Bowden maybe could be a playmaker. You've got also a lot of these receivers and you speak of, I speak of Mike McDaniel wanting to run the ball. He's not just going to use the running backs. He's going to use the oh, receivers. Yeah. I mean, you're going to use Tyree kill. I'm sure he's watched enough tape on the Kansas city chiefs to say, okay, we can still get this guy a ball in space. We can use him a little bit Debo esque, even though the cheetah a lot more life and uh, slim and flame more so <laughs> than a big muscular Debo Samuel, but still you can run him. You can run Lynn Bowden. You can use those guys in the running game and Tua can scramble a little bit. So I do think that this is going to be a little bit more of a run heavy team, at least based on run heavy offensive standards here in 2022. Mm-hmm. But you know, they have added weapons for Tua. So now is the time he's got to show at least a little bit. He's got to take that next step at least this year. He doesn't have to take a total leap, but he's got to make a jump. Yeah, last season, Tua, 16 touchdown passes, 10 interceptions, uh, a little over 2,600 passing yards there. A pass rating of 90.1, which is not bad at all. 67% of his passes, he was able to complete them. To win the MVP, he's 66-1, to but there's a lot of question marks because everybody talked about how the Dolphins really improved their roster around Tua, like you mentioned, all the acquisitions they made in the skill positions and the acquisitions they made on the offensive line to where the questions are now, hey, this team is only going to be as good as Tua makes them and how as well as he plays, and Tua's been hearing some of those things here. He spoke with the media earlier this week at Dolphins OTAs talking about all the noise that's surrounding him and his play entering year number three in the NFL you know for me it's just zone that out I mean we come out to practice everyone else Twitter warriors you know keyboard warriors whatever you want to call them you know they're not out here practicing with us working hard so uh, I don't know if you guys recorded that last one to Tyreek but (laughs) I don't know about you but that looked like money That looked like money. Tua with a little shot to the Twitter warriors there, Wes. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, the 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 Twitter uh, the Twitterati uh, deserved to have some shots taken at them from time to time. But look, it is going to be a little bit put up or shut up. It's like mm-hmm. I like the confidence, and and I can see at least a little bit more confidence and a little less uncertainty with Tua just in that little video clip and that little soundbite there. And I think a lot of that has to do with Mike McDaniel. I think Mike McDaniel seems like a guy that's going to make him you comfortable. And look, this is Mike McDaniel's first rodeo as a head coach too. So he's probably got a little bit of uneasiness. And when you can kind of share that together where it's like, Hey man, I know what you're going through. You know what I'm going through because this is my first shot as a head coach. So I think maybe that makes them relatable to each other. McDaniel and Tua, because they still have a little bit to prove. Because when you're a first time head coach, you've never proven it before. And Tua, clearly, he's never proven it before. <laughs> we were joking. There was a guy behind you with a Dolphins hat <laughs> behind us, behind okay. the glass, repping the Miami Dolphins there as we we're talking about the Miami Dolphins. He knew, so he, 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 he knew, knew we were talking. He knew we were talking Miami he knew Dolphins we were talking. there. But I, I, I know I almost <laughs> want to call him in like uh, Ace Ventura. Your thoughts. Here's Snowflake, Snowflake. Here's Snowflake, Snowflake. I think the thing with Tua, though, and I probably fall in between as well, like you. Like, I'm, I'm not. Uh, all the way in on Tua because we haven't seen it at the NFL level yet, but I'm also not all the way out because at one point somebody thought he was good enough to be the fifth overall pick in the draft. 
I think the thing that sticks out to me with Tua is that he's never been comfortable in the NFL because his rookie year, we all forget that he was coming off of that devastating hip injury that Mm -hmm. he suffered at Alabama that ended his college career. And then last year, think about what the discussion was. It was the Dolphins are trying to trade for Deshaun Watson and Flores might not have been as big of a fan as Tua. So there was never really that comfort of Tua feeling like, hey, this is my team. I'm the quarterback without a doubt here. Mike McDaniel's almost giving him sort of that confidence, yeah. which is what we're seeing in that press conference clip. Yeah, this isn't going to be like Tony LaRusa with the quick hook for a pitcher here. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, like Brian Flores happened to have where he went to Tua, went to Fitz Magic, went to Tua, went back to Fitz. Yeah. So, you know, you did bring in Bridgewater and Bridgewater, I think at this point is still a very high quality backup and can be a starter for you in a pinch. Kind of like that, what they had a couple years ago with Jacoby Brissett down there in Miami. But yeah, this is to his team and, and he, you know, he's going to have to, you know, lead him along a little bit. But I think like I was saying before him and McDaniel, I think can relate to each other on a different level mm-hmm. because they're kind of going through the same thing right now, because it's like, you got something to prove. I got something to prove. Let's prove it together. And that's why I think at least looking forward for the long term, not necessarily just this season, but for the long term, I think Miami has the potential to go in the right direction. Uh, Win total, obviously, the market agrees. Juice Mm -hmm. to the over at minus 130. Look. Uh, Buffalo's the king of that division. You think the Jets are going to be better, but how much better are you going to get within one year? The Patriots look like they slip, but you never really want to count them out. But I would still put Miami as the number two team. Small lean at this point to the over, just looking at the schedule going forward because uh, the schedule, I don't think it's more, it's a little bit more manageable early because you have more home games, even though the home field advantage down there in Miami, not that great, but the road games are kind of back ended, but I think nine wins. I think a good start absolutely is realistic for this team. Yeah, I would say the one difference between McDaniel and Tua is that McDaniel's entering year one to where this is still the honeymoon phase for him. Tua, Mm -hmm. I think is out of the honeymoon phase to where if he doesn't put up this year, it could get real bad and they could be really looking to replace him as they have those multiple first round picks next year in the draft, in the draft that is supposed to be quarterback rich. So Tua, all the best of luck. There's a lot of pressure there, but so far in the off season, he's feeling confident. Another team that's feeling confident. It's the New York jets. J E T S baby. We're going gang green on the other side. This is betting across America presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.